Welcome, everybody. Oh, my. It's already another edition of the Bob Cheswold Show. I'm so honored to be here. Thanks for tuning in whenever it may be. We're broadcasting from Columbus, Georgia. Have you ever felt like you had something in your life that felt like, well, I just can't do it? Or being told, hey, you're never going to walk or stand properly again. Or you, you're not going to be able to do things like the other people are doing. Don't ever let yourself feel that way. You're not going to be felt put down after this episode coming up. Wait till you meet my next guest. Standing up erect on his two feet after being told this condition may now not allow him to do so. That's next on the Bob Jeswald Show. Personal power. People positive. The community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. Tonight, we're going to talk to our guest, who is a big Georgia Bulldog fan. If anybody watching, if you're in a Western Athletic Conference days, you remember those days, or the PAC, I should say, or the SEC. It's Georgia Bulldog lover, extraordinaire, workout enthusiast, my inspiration, too. Does great things. His name is Jared Bice. Give him a round of applause, everybody. Hi. I think we have that sound effect, don't we, Dylan? Oh, yeah. uh, I thought we did. Our podcast plays on here tonight. Jared, how are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, especially because you're here tonight. Jared, I, you know, to let everybody know, first of all, first, you are Jared Bice. You're how old? I am 37. You cannot be already. You look great. It must yes. be all that good working out and eating you're doing healthy. Uh, that's that's probably 15 years of my life at the gym. And I've seen you all these years and always wanted to know more about you. And we've, we all at the gym, local gym here in the southeast outside of Columbus, Georgia, have got to know you. And, and your story has been just amazing. 37 years old. Um, we talked earlier, too. I know you lost your father in a tragic uh, accident back in early 2000s. And... Man. You have what condition would you tell people you I have? I have a mild case of cerebral palsy. Okay. And that mild case of cerebral palsy, after they happened, losing your dad, you weren't in the gym. Did you ever feel like you're going to be able to stand up and walk the way you are today? No. If I wasn't at that gym every day, I would be in a wheelchair. So I have to keep pushing each and every day. You know, you were at one time more constricted like that when you first started out. Um, I think everything has changed dramatically after you started doing strength training. Yes, sir. What that, What was it that did? What, now, did, what did the doctors tell you? The doctors told me, you know, if I wasn't doing what I do every day, I would be in a wheelchair. But see, I have a baclofen pump in my stomach that pumps medication to my spinal cord 24-7 for my tremors. And it really is helping me because they have got to the right dosage. And the last time I went to the doctor, I asked them if I could have it turned up a little bit. She said no, because if we turn it up anymore, it's going to make it to where you can't walk. So she told me just to take the medication if I need it. But here the past month, I have not had to take a pill because she's got my dosage right. You're a positive guy. There's no question in my mind. And and at, you know, that many years ago, I mean, here you are in your 20s, you lose dad. And and at this time in your life as a young man too, do you feel, how did you get yourself? I know mom is obviously your strength. Mom's outside yeah. the studio right now. Yes, sir. And how would you tell anybody with any condition, doesn't even have to, whether you get cerebral palsy or, or anything else or just anybody, because many of us have gone through different strikes and that. How do you, how did you get yourself up and motivated well, it was gym. it was back on December fifteenth, two thousand and three. 
I went to drop my truck off at H&M Body Works in okay. Columbus, Georgia, to have it painted. I was going to have it painted solid baby blue, and I had some big 22-inch wheels on it. Well, me and my dad went to the house, and we sat around the house, you know, just talking and everything, and I told him, I said, Daddy, I'm about ready to go to my girlfriend's house to celebrate Christmas. And he told me, he said, well, son, I'll see you when you get home. I love you. And I told him I loved him. Well, I went out to Fort Mitchell and got out there, and one of my buddies, Rodney Miller, called me and said, Jared, you need to come home because your daddy's been in a motorcycle wreck in Mulberry State. I said, well, I'm on the way. Well, I started on the way home, and my mom called me and told me to go to the to the hospital. So I went to the hospital, pulled up in the parking lot, and my family was pulling in, and that ambulance was pulling in, and they would not pull him out of the back. So they come down there and told us, they said, when we got to him, he was already dead. So I lost my daddy, and that's what makes me get out there and exercise and make myself better. So this is the catalyst, and I've always, and again, never rehearsed, I've never asked you this question, and today was the perfect form. I know this is very very hard, and but you can sense your strength, and I appreciate that sharing and being candid. That's was the impetus that was what really started bringing that driving that, force how you took a tragedy this is very tough and i know your dad would be proud of you because i could tell you as a dad myself i'm sure he's smiling right now we know yeah, he is. i know he's up there yeah. looking down on me every day smiling at me and seeing what i do every day and just add a little light if we were to show dad what would you say dad look at these guns Look at See him. those guns. Show them right up there. Look at that, man. <laughs> <laughs> we love you for that. That's great. And I know he's smiling. And mom's smiling, too. Oh, yeah. Um, th- that, that is amazing. If you tell somebody, and it's incredible. What is it? Is it the adrenaline rush? Is it the endorphins? When you got in a gym to take away some of that pain and sorrow, I know you have your faith because clearly you wouldn't be where you're at yes. right now. Um, but you, you clearly, that adrenaline and and i know as an adrenaline junkie myself when it comes to fitness and health and running and sprinting and, and nutritional things whatever i try to do what did it start with i mean what, you just picked up that first weight and started doing it and what what was it just blowing off steam how does it how does it fuel you up tell us i mean it. it just feels good to go in there when i first started you know i was in real bad shape you know mm-hmm. real bent over and stuff like that but once I started going in there and, like, bench pressing every day and doing different kind of stuff, like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'm doing all upper body stuff. But I'm still walking, too. So on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I go in there and do, like, stuff with my legs. But mainly, I do a lot of stretches and stuff at my house with my legs. And the therapist tell me if I wasn't doing that, you know, I I just would be in bad shape. You could have just sat on a couch and sulked. And, and yeah. I, what I'm trying to do is to tell people there's, you know, there's certain things that come in light without preaching anybody or just where we stand on that. But clearly always have your faith. But by just getting up and moving, 
it, it's changing everything. It's it's it made you stronger, man of the house. You got so much going on, great things, people, yeah. and I could tell you in the gym. You 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 said something to me. You go, Bob. I really appreciate before this having me on your show tonight. It really means a lot. It means a lot to me. It's an honor that you would come in because seeing you and you know every time I could pass by you, it, it fuels me up. I mean, even the directors at the gyms we've been That's at, you've fair. been at DA term. We when we say gym, we can give a shout out to the YMCA of Columbus, Georgia. Um, you've been at both oh, know, yeah. facilities, and I've seen you at both. We work back and yes, forth sir. wherever I'm at, and. You know, when I see it coming out, it lights lights me up. When I see your truck, yes, you, by the way, this this dude loves trucks. He's got, I mean, <laughs> souped up, looking cool, good. He's got it. It's always sharp. It looks like it's always washed. You know, just waxed. <laughs> the wheels look good. Um, you know, and and uh, we'll get more into that in a minute. But to, to show what gets you going and, and keeps you positive, but but getting off something that could have been very bad. Not only physically, you were in a bad spot. Probably, you know, obviously feeling mentally down and low. But uh, clearly, you know, your mom gets some props, too. How, how, how does mom play in this whole thing? Oh, she helps me out a lot. I mean, she's always there for me. If I ever need anything, my mom is there for me. She's wonderful. I saw oh, her. Yeah. I can just tell by her whole spirit. Yeah. You can just feel her presence in everything she does. I don't know what I would do without yeah. her. Any other siblings I didn't even ask you, Jared? Yes, I have a brother, Jason Bice, okay. and I have a little nephew, Holton Bice. Awesome. Fantastic. That's great. Uncle, he looks up to you. Oh, yeah. I know he does. He looks up to me. <laughs> How old is he now? He's uh, fixing to be 12. And does he look up to you? Just in fact, like, look at Uncle Jarrett. He's out there at the gym pumping iron net. Does he feel inspired to do something like that or any other kind of activity? I guess so. I mean, he loves me. I mean, he loves seeing me do the balloon stuff. Great. Speaking of, that's interesting. Balloon stuff. So let's talk about that for a second. You parlayed. And we're gonna. I'm gonna talk more about even your fitness routine too. If anybody wants to know, it doesn't matter. But which is incredible. But this balloon stuff, which is another big part of this, so much positivity came out with your confidence. Is it true? Let me ask you this question first. Has your confidence increased over the years? Do you, would that be fair to say? Yes. In what ways? Lots. I mean, I just started physical therapy three weeks ago at St. Francis. I went up there my first time, and the therapist said, you know, I want to show you some stretches to start doing every day. And I've been trying to walk with my crutches a lot. So she said, I want to see how you do with your crutches. So I got my crutches out, and she wrapped a strap around my chest and held on to me. Well, I walked around the room once, and she said, you're looking good, but you need to go home and start doing these stretches every day. So I started doing the stretches. Well, I went back the next week, and she said, okay. She said, she laid me down. She said, oh, I can tell you've been doing something. She said, well, I want to see you walk. So I got up with my crutches, and I walked two times around my room with her holding on to me. Well, I went back the next week. And she said, okay, let's see how you're doing. She said, it looks good. So she said she wants to see me walk. So I walked three times with my crutches without anybody holding on to me. Wow. So I am. I can tell some difference since I started the physical therapy. So that's part of the workout routine too because now and being able to say I've done stretches over the years working out with weights or the strength training, all that coupled with it has really certainly made a huge difference. 
I wanted just a little bit before we get into the the clowning around side of you, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> yeah. And very positive. It's gonna be neat. But what what is it that with with my case of cerebral palsy? Explain that to people. What is cerebral palsy, and and how is it? You know, if anybody has that, you. And you, well, you've developed your whole body. I mean, you're not, a lot of times you think there's no, I don't see much atrophy, maybe in your legs, but you're, I mean, it's amazing how you got your muscles. I mean, you're, you're pumped up, dude. I mean, you look great. Yeah. Tell, tell everybody that. Tell, tell it's me. just like when I first started at the gym, you know, I didn't really know too much about cerebral palsy or nothing like that neither. But, you know, I guess it's something up here that tells your brain, I mean, it tells your legs what to do every day. So, well, the other day, I was just sitting around the house, and I felt my brain turn on on this side. Well, within five to ten minutes, it connected to the rest of my body. Well, I got up, and, you know, I'm still walking with a walker and stuff, but, I mean, it's just awesome because, I mean, it's like my whole body is connected now. Exercise. It's the exercise, and I'm on the right medication. Finally, that's fantastic news. When did you? When did it start? Where are you from birth? Usually, I'm assuming from, from birth. Yes. From birth is when I was diagnosed with the mild case of cerebral palsy. So I just, you know, I struggled a lot through school. Well, back in elementary school, I used to see people playing football. And I used to be the water boy on the team that New Mountain Hill had. Well, I told the coach one day, I said, you know, I want to get out there and play football. He said, well, we're going to put you on pads and put you on the next game. So they put me out there on the front line the next game. Well, I we ran – me and a guy ran into each other, and the guy – the the uh, coach pulled me out, and you know, just to make sure I was okay. But I I played football. So I believe this that is, is that's, I I didn't awesome. even know that. That yeah. is fantastic. Imagine with the medication, the physical therapy, and what you have today. There's there's so much positivity out of your story. Think of the takeaway. If anybody listening, I mean, there's there's hope. Yes, there's hope. All you gotta have is Jesus in your life. Amen. Yes. I'll say that. I'm not afraid to say that at all. And I think that's fantastic. Gosh, I'll tell you, that's a great story. That's a great story. I didn't even know that about you. And all the angels that's up there with Jesus Christ. You are stronger than ever before. There's no question in my mind. That's great. I didn't even know. I, I never knew that. New Mountain Hills, people know. That's kind of like a nice, that's up in the Harris County area of Georgia. Is that the New Mountain Hill area as I'm, I'm referring? Is that? Okay. Yes. So, which is in there. So that's that, right. They're all 219. Good old country boys up there, man. Yeah. And they, and then they, they took Jared in there. That's that's fantastic. From yeah. Waterboy, that could have been the open. I think yeah. I messed up here. From oh, Waterboy yeah. to, you know, on the <laughs> field, you know. Now I'm the Georgia boy. The Georgia boy. And he loves his Bulldogs. <laughs> that's right. Should I say roll tide or will I get in trouble? No, <laughs> I'm good on that. <laughs> I won't do that. If you need any water, let, let me no, know. I just took a, I took a sip. Man, you're just, you're, you're too easy to please. Mm-hmm. This is really good. I'm, I'm. Here's the excitement for me because when I go and I know and I was just talking to um, retired command sergeant major Dennis Smith tonight. He started Uncommon Athlete here, and his the motto is and I forgot what it was a former Army Ranger, 
that talked about be uncommon. There's another guy who says, when you be uncommon, just anybody, the layman, whether you have a condition. And conditions, you don't even like that label. Is that like, when I hate when people, I, I don't even know if I should even be saying that. I don't like to say, well, you have no, a condition. That's okay. It's okay. I mean, yeah. but I don't see as that because you're functioning like every, we all have conditions. I have a condition. I talk too much, my wife says, and I don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's my condition. But I, but you know, when you go into the gym, opposed to what Dennis and I were saying tonight, COVID came rampant through. And so everybody left the gyms. Mm-hmm. I understand. You know, I mean, governments had to say, we would shut this down. We had to keep people isolated. But there were some that worked outside or whatever it may be. And then there's these, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there are people who, hey, any way you can be motivated, get exercise, get off the couch. My stepdad, uh, my mom was telling me tonight, his Parkinson's and he's got blood clots in his lungs. We thought it was something else. We're very, I told my mom, that's a great report to have blood clots instead of being tumors. They thought they were tumors. It's all, you know how you get rid of blood clots in the lungs? She said, they told him, get up and move around. Even yes. though he has trouble, he's shaking a lot and stuff. My, 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 get him up and walk around. Get him outside. They're up in upstate New York and uh, Buffalo. The weather's just been horrible these, these past few weeks But at this time of this podcast. But you can get up, get moving. Let's make a difference. The human get motivated. Body, get motivated. Your human body just heals itself almost, right? Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Because I can tell I have came a long way. Ever since I've been working out. And it makes a difference. And circling back to that exact thought, this is why I go to a gym. To yeah. see you, to see other people. If it's not Jared, it's somebody else. There's people of all different backgrounds. There's people of different conditions. There's people at different levels. You're, you're here or you're, you're here or down here. But when I saw you the first time, I, I just had, you remember, it was a few years after I met you. I had shoulder surgery. I don't know if you remember that. And I came in and I was belly aching. Yeah. Literally. I mean, I was, it hurt so bad. Yeah. It really did. But it's a temporary thing, and I knew it would only get better. But people, Bob, take it easy. Take your time. And I saw you. I, never, I don't know if I ever told you this story, but I saw you over there. You hit, you, I, I, I want to say you had, it's the, it was like a walker or a wheelchair. Did you ever have a wheelchair? For some reason, I want to no, say it was a I walker, but you would sit in it. Yeah, yeah I, I had the walker in. that you sit in. Sit in, right. And uh, this one looks very elite here. It's the Go Plus. I like that. It looks pretty, pretty snazzy. I'm surprised you don't have like Georgia Bulldogs written on there. Not Maybe that'll be something new. You'll design that. But when I saw you and you had your braces on your legs to give you added support, because as yeah. you said, the brain is and telling I, the legs I what still, to do. I still have them. Okay, yeah. But the way you were moving considerably slower than today. And there was a gap that I didn't see you. Like, and then you came in and told me with delight, and that's why you go to the gym. It's the interpersonal feeling. And I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing anybody who works out at home again. I want to make sure it, it just, I'm trying to put, do whatever you can, whatever works for you. Some people don't like the atmosphere of people, but I got to tell you, there's something about community. Yes. People positive, hence my podcast, getting into a group, it, you just feed off of that stuff. And I yes. fed off of you. I'm just telling you. When you were in there, it got me to do a couple extra reps. My arm, my shoulder was sore. I had to use that was using like rubber bands, like Mister Wimp here. Yeah. And I'm watching you, and you were going through it. But I see you now, man. You're seamless. You're on that bench press. You're on there. People are like, "Hey, Jerry, what's up, man?" It's that feeling of camaraderie, yes. and it's just if if I can encourage anybody at home, what would you say to somebody at home that works out at home? And those are good. Have your workout machines at home or whatever you. Awesome, I get it. Because yeah. there's days I work out at home, I can't make it to the gym. Because I'm afraid I may have a long conversation with somebody and I can't get to work on time. But <laughs> what would you say to people 
I get just, out in community? What would you just, say? Just got to say, get out there and do what you got to do. I mean, you got to exercise. That's the best thing for you. Because the doctors tell me if I wasn't doing the exercise I do every day, I would be in a wheelchair. And Jared Bice is not going to let that happen. That's right. I could see it, man. I love, I love you say that. We're just, you know, <laughs> solid, right on point. So you were talking about, you kind of touched on a little bit. It's adding confidence. It's adding muscle. It's giving you strength. Physical therapists at PTs are like digging you. Using you as an example, are they saying, take a look at this guy? Are they, are they like taking aback at all in any respect? Yeah. I mean, they're saying, look at him. Look how far he's done come, you know. So I got to just keep pushing, keep going. Is there anybody at physical therapy you've noticed that might be needing some encouragement, let's say? Did they, do you talk to anybody in there or just haven't really had to because of the way COVID I mean, is not really, not in the past three weeks. Yeah. Hopefully that'll change yeah. soon with people getting vaccinated, getting back to normal yeah. And, yeah. and whatnot. Well, let me ask you this. You somehow got inspired to do a little something in your life, which is giving you added confidence and getting out there. I mean, let's face it. You can sustain now. You could take a full day. Do you get tired at the end of the day when you took on your new gig? Tell us a little bit about that. I'll say a long time ago, my buddies called me up and they said, you know, we know you're you like the clown stuff, so we wanted you to come to a Halloween party, and we're gonna get you dressed up as a scary clown, and you know we're gonna just want you to come up there and hang out with us. So I went up there and they painted my face all scary and stuff. Well, all my buddies said my buddies that was fixing me up. They told me they said you know. We're going to crank this chainsaw up and just get you to come. I was on my jazzy, and they was wanting me to go down there by the campfire. Well, I come out of the carport and went down there by the campfire with the chainsaw running. Everybody took off running through the woods. Well, they looked back, and they said, oh, we ain't got nothing to worry about. That's Boosie the Clown. Well, I, and they all come out, and we hung out that night. Well, I went home and I said a prayer that night about getting into it and dressing up as a nice clown. So I started doing it, and I started learning the balloon tricks. So I love, like, working little kids' birthdays and entertaining the kids. I commend you because considering all the negative press you've heard, about clowns we've talked about this and of course you think of i think of stephen king's pennywise you know and all that good stuff people get this bad rap of clowns i i i I didn't ever tell you this either and i'm saving it for today the shriners hospital bone and burn they helped so many i was uh very involved heavily involved when i was out west went to shriners in la um uh over to staples center i used to do stuff there with the kids used to go to the hospital out in la um and they made me an honorary clown. I actually have the certificate for it. And, and I was proud of that. And, you know, despite all the negative press, kids, it's just crazy how people could take things out of context. You started, these guys started as a kind of a fun little joke. They wanted to include you, I assume. They weren't trying to poke fun at you. There was an inclusive yeah. event. When I yeah, it, it was just a Halloween party. Yeah. And they was just wanting me to come up there and entertain. So I went up there as the scary clown and entertained them. 
Now yeah. you're now you're the happy. Now I'm a happy clown, and I love making all kind of balloon animals. Isn't it amazing? That's yes. that's incredible. So you're getting out there. The kids love it. Um, you work with children. Is there any children like in hospital settings or other kids or just just parties in general? No, nah, just parties and like any special events. Like I have worked with the Shrine Club. I have did a couple shows with them because every time they put a show on, they like to call Boosty the Clown to come down there and do balloons with the kids. Hear us out loud now, folks, anybody listening. Stop the, the negative press on the clown thing because I know you're concerned. That's not at all. When you have uh, Boosie the Clown, <laughs> <laughs> he's here to have a good time and here to party making balloons. When you say making balloons, you're like those people that make yes. animals and stuff. Is that what say, when I started out, you know, I, was, I wasn't really doing too many. I was making like the dogs and the swords. But now I'm making dogs, I'm making butterflies, I'm making hats, making fishing poles with fish on them. Wow. All kinds of stuff. That's incredible. They love, and kids love that stuff. My kids did. I have to, yes, I remember, and even when you go to those places, those restaurants, I, you know, that name, I remember a few, they, those girls had that little, you have that pouch thing and you pull out those long skinny balloons, go, and they get real long. Oh, you can't blow it. The, you can't blow them oh, things okay, up. Oh, you got to have the pump. Th- okay, you got to have the pump. <laughs> yeah, you can't. It hurts your cheeks. <laughs> you can't blow them things up with your mouth. So I got me a little pump that I pump them up with. And then I asked the kids, I say, what would you like? And I tell them what I can make, and they're always saying, like, make me a sword, make me a butterfly, make me a fishing pole. Wow. Can you yeah. do dumbbells at all? Oh, I ain't learned them yet. you got to do that. <laughs> yeah. you got to do something with Wouldn't it be cool to do a dumbbell? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. There with the kids like, the one, look, you can put two of them together. Let's, you know. yeah. Hey, let me know if you do something like that. Yeah, cool. oh, I'd I, like to see <laughs> like, a picture of that. That would be really neat to see. That's fantastic. So you take your show on the road, so to speak. Here you are, you know, here's somebody who's had cerebral palsy, really defying all odds with faith at hand, start moving, doing all your good stuff with medicine and obviously everything else you're doing with physical therapy recently, getting through the whole COVID and still working out, pumping iron, looking great. And now you get, I got this gig from something that happened at a Halloween party. How many years ago was that? That was 15. That was back probably on December. It was back in 2000 and probably four. Okay. Because I lost my daddy on December 15, 2003. Gosh. And so a lot of this, it's amazing the things that came out of this. Um, Cool. How much, you know, mom, you know, and I know mom gets, all moms give credit. And if I don't tell my mom enough, she'll, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so I'll hear all about it. But in your case... Your dad, do you see yourself, do you see half a mom and dad in you, or do you see your dad in yourself? Does oh, yeah. Things? I see my dad and my mom in me. But when I have the mustache and beard, I look just like my daddy. That's but great. I yeah. just I just shaved it off the other day because it was getting on my nerves. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> Did you do that no-shave November thing? <laughs> Uh, no, sir. Okay. I had a beard then. You had a beard too, I think. <laughs> I do remember seeing it. Wait till it gets all white. Yeah. It gets all white and gray and everything else. That's how mine is. Yeah. It gets it gets all speckled. But it's uh but it, yeah, it's 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 hip, but you're right. There's something as much as I like it during a year, but I you get to that point where I'm like, eh, I'm okay now. And then I shave the left the mustache and yeah. have a stash and that little thing going, I look like 
I'm dating myself Michael Franks, or I look like uh, Frank Zappa. I was calling him going way back, back in the 80s. I look people. like a little kid. Yeah, yeah. Now you're too, <laughs> hey, that's good. You can go either way. That's good. Yeah. You got, that means you got longevity <laughs> going on. So, I, I mean, what's next from, you know, you keep doing, you, do you, what's the prognosis, in other words? What, what are your physical therapists or doctors my goal, saying? My goal is to come off of this walker and be able to walk with crutches wherever I go. And that is coming one day because I'm going to keep pushing till it happens. I believe it. And keep believing and keep saying my prayers each and every day. Well, you come back and show, you're going to come back and show all of us this, right? Yes, sir. I want to see it. Because God is always answering prayers. All you got to do is talk to him and he's up there listening. We got a show, and I always say this too, if if people obviously are listening, you go to the podcast Play Zone and drop down. It's called Faces of Faith with Phil Scoggins. And that that just is right in line with what Phil Phil loves telling these stories and, and hearing about them. And that's uh-huh. exactly what you're saying. You got a lot of fans here that all chime in here on your phone. Hopefully oh, they're man. watching. They're I watching hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you told them about it. I hear them all say, hey, good job, man. Talk about this. Maybe there's a question somebody has on there. But I, you know, you're determined, and I and I can tell you, you know, obviously with your faith and your strength and all this, you know, you got good you got good wisdom from all this. You seem to you're, whatever intuits within you, you you know exactly what direction to go in. You're um, focused, and and you're you're a guy who sees a future. You're 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 somebody who sees it quite bright. So somebody listening, what would you tell somebody who's just you know? And a lot of times it takes, there's, there's, a, there's a mental part of this too. You know, there's, there's, it, there, there is a way you have to come motivated to the party. I like to motivate people. It's one of my biggest things to get people in the gym and all that kinds of stuff. But again, I feed off of it because of you and I'll get back to it. I mean, if you don't get in community, if you don't participate and do the things you're doing at parties now as, uh, you know, you know, Boozy the Clown, I mean, whatever it may be to give, put a smile on somebody's face to inspire yeah. somebody um, you know, to, to make your life better. What, what do you, what, what do you, what's, you know, I know the prayers there and what you're doing. Walk me through like how, what is a, what's a week like? Do you ever have a bad day? I mean, especially with having a little physical therapy, there are days where you're like, gosh, it's pain or you worked out, it hurts because you did. Is it always positive or is, is it? I mean, I have my, I have my bad days. I have my good days, but mainly and truly I get up Monday through Friday and I go to the YMCA and I work out and and uh you know try to get try to get bigger that's my goal is to get bigger and to walk a whole lot better I've seen it I mean yes. that's that's what's crazy I've seen it um tell us about your workout routine like help me out too cuz I, I think maybe I need to <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm, I need to. I gotta get those. I gotta get those arms back, man. And I gotta get this. Even your neck, your shoulders, man. You, you just no. You look good. You, you, you know, get a headshot. You look like you're like. Uh, I, I would say you look like a more than a flanker. I mean, you're you're you look like a you know wide receiver, or maybe you know or something. Yes. A running back. We'll give you running back. That? Running back. When you see that head and shoulder shot from Georgia, Georgia football yeah. player. Um, what what's a work? Give me a workout routine. How do you come up? You haven't mentioned anything about a trainer, and I don't think I've ever seen you with trainers. No, I don't. Just picking this stuff up from people at the gym. I just, I just, you know, I go down there and I just do what I feel like I can do, you know. But see, I've been going in there here in the past probably 
two or three months, I'll go in there like Monday and I'll work all my upper body, like benching, bench pressing and doing all kinds of different machines. And then I'll walk with my crutches and stuff like that. So do you research? I mean, I always, I mean, you, when you're in there, you look like you've been trained, you're doing something. I mean, it's just something you picked up. Cause I never asked you this when you got off the couch and you decided to take some of that angst after, after, you know, the loss of dad and you're getting in the gym and you're getting pumped up and you're, you're, what was it? Did you come in and just watch people? Are you one of those people who are visually? Yeah, awesome I, would, you learn? I would just see what people was doing in there. And then I would go right behind them and do what I had to do, you know, and try, I would start off with the lightweight and then move myself up. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, and here I thought you had, and I got to be honest, I figured you had a physical therapist or a trainer saying, Jarrett, this is what you do, you do this or that. Oh, sir. Wow. What's your favorite favorite routine if you're to tell anybody? And and here's the thing, I'm not anybody out there because I have people who train, but it's like this this saves money too. (laughs) Mm. I mean, watch other people who are doing it. And again, because you are in the mix of everything. Yes. What is it that when you go in, what's your like favorite kind of, day or favorite kind of or the people you've met over the years uh, well, what are the things that get you going here a long time ago i started i was going to the gym and i was seeing people go into the rpm class okay so i started going in there well they started telling me you know this is a 45 minute bike class and we sit and we stand up well i started going in there well i started going in there probably two times out the week my first time and then I would go back like in like three or four weeks and make it like three times a week well I started having knee well when I first started you know I was not even getting up on the bike well after I started doing it for a while I started telling where I could stand up on the bike and pedal I didn't even know that. It's crazy. Whenever, whenever the teacher stood up, well, one day I was in there and I hurt my knee in there. So you know, I haven't been back in that class in probably a month. But I, I would love to be in the RPM classes. What would I? I and people understand RPM classes is a fast bike. You usually, put clips on your feet. You get special shoes. And you're pedaling like, I mean, you're going like, you put tension on the wheel to simulate like going up a hill. Yes. Is that fair? And, and you're, you're pedaling at an RPM. Yes. Um, you know, how many uh, revolutions per minute, hence the RPM class. And you're zipping along. I, I got to tell you, this is another new, like, wow for me, inspiration. Mm. I can't believe you did. I, I could never think yeah. you would have been able to do it. Yeah. That's an unbelievable. I I used to do that all the time, but I have quit doing the RPM class. I just do, like, stretches with my legs, lifting weights with my legs, and then I do all my upper body stuff. Gosh. Is your Dylan, introduce our director here. Go ahead and put yourself on here. Dylan's, you know, he's uh, helping us out here today in the three box here. Hey, Dylan. So, Dylan, what do you... (laughs) Pretty solid, huh? Okay, so is there a way that we could... I'm trying to think of a way that I wonder... Could you just stand up and get your waist? Is there something to show people how... Do you need your uh, walker? When you said jazzy, I heard you say something about a jazzy earlier. Is that a type of walker? 
Yes, that's the, that's a that's a wheelchair. Okay, here you are. So we're going to show people. This is a visual podcast, by the way. So let me show you. This is Jared Bice, who was uh, born with cerebral palsy, and now he's self-proclaimed weightlifter, motivator, professional clown, and defeating all odds. And and people say you can't do it. Look at look at the triceps on this guy. I mean, it's amazing. And that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. And there he is on there. Your goal now, and your goal, and I believe you, your goal is to get out of that and just do crutches then, right? Yes, sir. That's fantastic. What, now, with your, your, your legs and that, so even though it doesn't mean just because your, your legs may be thinner, it's those muscles by getting them worked. You're, you can actually, you're seeing growth in your legs too, right? You're seeing, yes, that's unreal. That's unbelievable. It's good stuff. Yes, absolutely. What we're going to do, we're going to let we're going to let Jared go ahead. Could you open the door? And we're just going to have him use the facility real quick, and uh, and I'm going to continue to talk here while he does this. And uh, I appreciate it. it's really good. So getting back to that, and everybody that's listening to this podcast, I'm just going to I'm going to talk to you for a few minutes here while we do this. And what everybody's got to know, I mean, even especially during this time, there are there are ways of getting yourself off the couch. We've talked about this on my podcast, and you could see it all the way, you know, for the last several ones that we had. We all have different conditions. We may have mental blocks, physical uh, disabilities, or something that may not allow us to do what we want to do. But you can always get, and they're out there everywhere. I, I would even recommend, you know, maybe even getting searching out for somebody who may even be a, a professional um, trainer, and they're certified trainers out there. You can do. If anyone listening to, uh, we heard, you know, Jared has cerebral palsy. I have uh, friends I know that have MS, you know, multiple sclerosis, that have muscular dystrophy, other muscle diseases. Um, I know men and women in the military who are physically have been injured. They have prosthetics that have run over the past and have done things. If you haven't had an opportunity, and you just met Jared, to get out, and I, I mean this, get out in community get inspired. If I, it's very difficult for me when I hear people, even my own family, I can't, I I can't, I I don't have time. I'm too tired. I I just can't, I just can't handle that. I, that's, that's something with me. I just can't accept that. We all have something and there's something for everybody out there. I'm not saying you're going to go out and, and lift weights like Jared tomorrow. It may just be a walk. It may be given back to community volunteering. We've talked about that with Ben Moser, you know, who is our uh, local um, United Way CEO. Joanne Kogel, who's a local fitness trainer and life trainer. Um, you know, Dr. Hunter Champion, you know, cardiologist, you know, uh, extraordinaire, who, who came in here and tells us about the heart and how, how important cardiovascular health is. And, and even finding other things out through your biorhythms, you know, through... Uh, through some of our uh, folks that have been out here recently. So, I mean, there are, there are many different ways to, to uh, get out and get fit and, and just being motivated. There's, there's really very little excuse in this day and age, in my opinion. And, boy, it could be a life changer. You heard it from different people, different backgrounds. So there's this truly almost like no excuse. So that was very quick, I want to tell people. that You did that in just a couple minutes. You walk down the hallway with your, is that your jazz, is it a jazzy? 
Oh, see if you can longer. unloop that because you're kind of tethered. Take your headsets off. I'm gonna have you loop it around the other way for you, Jarrett. There you go, brother. Okay. Yeah, that way that way you don't feel like somebody on a leash. We don't do that to you here. <laughs> you are free to move around the cabin as you did. But but we were I was just talking about people, no matter what your challenges are mentally, and I talked a little bit about it. I I I've talked to um, you know, folks over the you know, years, mental, physical whatever it may be, your limitations, there's almost like no limitation. You know, um, you do what you got to do. Yes, sir. And, and uh, you did what you had to do just now. Yes, <laughs> <I had> to. <laughs> and you did a good job. But when you were gone, though, again, uh, you know, you tell people everybody's got something. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. The place or the atmosphere of like a gym or whatever it may be, even like with you, it just really helps to to really be the, the momentum, the driver of, yes. of getting out and getting things done. It makes me feel a whole lot better to just get up every morning and, you know, sit there with my mom and everything, and then I get ready and I go to the YMCA, and it's just, it's just lovely to walk in there and see everybody each and every day. Just see how they're doing and see how much improvement the people that go to the gym are doing. Right. So it is just awesome. So I have to keep going down there each and every day because I want to be walking one day with them crutches. And I got to keep pushing till I get there. And I'm going to keep going once I get there and go farther, hopefully. You make it sound so easy, but I'm still trying to get this out. What, what are some of, you know, what do you eat? What, what's your nutrition? What do you do? Because there's more to it than this. I mean, you, you just don't, I mean, yes. you make it sound so easy. Tell us the parts that are challenging when it isn't so easy, and what do you have to do to get to, to that gym, and what, what's the routine totally? I mean, I eat all kinds of stuff, but, you know, I just started drinking this shake probably – Probably about two weeks ago. It's a shake that I mix up before I go in the gym and work out. My buddy told me, he said, you know, it's going to make you bigger and stuff like that. So that's what I do now is I go down there to the gym and I'll drink my shake. And then I'll go in there and, like, do bench pressing, do all the machines in the gym and then I'll go upstairs and walk around and do my stretches. So just got to keep going. Yeah, okay. So vitamins, anything like that? I, don't, I mean, I take certain vitamins mm-hmm. each and every day. But I don't really take no medication, you know, no kind of medication. I just take my vitamins and stuff like that. Wow. Not all that complicated with you then. No, sir. <laughs> I, if you, I just told you my routine is just crazy. So, I, I mean, I'm <laughs> you are leaps and bounds. See, when you see people and you see certain things, you know, it's it, a lot of this is just your, you know, state of mind. Seems like yeah. it's pretty good. It's, you know, do you, do you ever feel, you, you never talk about it because, I, I, again, you don't feel like you ever get in a state that you feel a little, a little depressed or wish, because this has been your whole life pretty much. Yes, this, this has been my whole life. And I don't let nothing get me down because I can't do it because I don't like being down. 
and stuff like that. You mentioned a girlfriend at one time years ago. Is there anybody in your life right now that, or is that's no, I, I haven't, I don't really have a girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Not to be, so you're, you're just independent. You got your, the bachelor man and come on out, man, Jared, yeah. this, he's really <laughs> rare to go. I mean, this guy's his focus. That's just great. So you put a lot, you put a lot. I know you put a lot on yourself. Do you, now you live at home with mom or are you right now? Yes. still Okay. I live with my mama and my brother lives right across the street. Right. That's good. And I know she likes having you around. Oh yeah. In there. That's good. Do we have yeah. a gym set up at the house? Oh, I got my own little, like, I got my own little weights on my floor and stuff like that where I get down there and, like, bench press from the ground and I do my stretches with my legs and stuff like that. And I have a pool in the backyard that I go swimming and the doctors tell me if I wasn't doing the swimming, you know, the swimming's what's really helping me. See, now, I didn't even know that either. So with your legs, could you kick fast enough? Because I, I swim too, and I just think, gosh, I would probably sink if I'm not giving a lot of kicking from the hips kind of thing. What do you What do? You do? Are you doing more upper body to kind of keep you afloat? I or? do, like, I mean, I get in there, and I'll just, like, get over on the side of the pool and kick my feet for a good four or five minutes if I can. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I, that's remarkable. I didn't even know it. So what days do you swim? I, I may have to catch a, get a lane next to you. I mean, we just, I just opened my pool up, so I haven't been in it this year. What about at the Y? You ever swim at the, the pools oh, at yeah. the Y? Oh, I, yeah. I used to go down there and, like, go in there and change and go swimming. But I don't do that too much. Okay. So at home, it's a little bit easier, and you yeah. got your own little thing. So it's good. What Are you, um, you know, you, you get out of there. I know it's a, all it's a full-body workout. It feels great. Do freestyle, which you tell people, you know, like like a little butterfly or just, just kind of arm, you know. I mean, what do you do? I just you, like just Just swing. move around. Just, just kind of move keep around. around. Yeah. Good the therapy. The best way I can. Wow. Yeah. I, I just keep finding more and more out with you. What, what else am I, what other rock haven't I not unturned yet about your life? I don't think, I think that's all. <laughs> hey, that's it. We ain't wrapping it up that quick. We still got some, we got some more time because okay. this is too interesting for me. If I, you know, you, how can I say this to you? Because I mean, you know, the director at the YMCA, there's, there's Scott, and I've seen you one day, you walked out, and I want you to know this. And I walked in here and I said, I said, man, I'll tell you. Is, is he just like the super inspiration dude? Of the, of the, I mean, he's always in a good mood. He's he's always positive when he comes comes here and he walks out and he said, you know, Bob, this is what this is all about. And, and he really typifies that. And we, we, we really appreciate you. Yeah. Because you are part of that. I mean, oh, yeah. when you come in, you just got to know. Yeah, I know you're, you're not thinking this at all, but whatever you're doing, all the stuff that you're doing is not futile. Yeah. And they know, especially with what you do with and the kids. And I do do a lot for the YMCA because, you know, when I, once I told them I was a clown, I told them, I said, you know, if y'all want me to come down here and, like, do balloons with the little kids, you know, I would love to. So they had me come in there and sit down with the kids, like, once, once every couple weeks or something like that. And do balloon animals with the kids. And, like, when Scott or they have a special event down there, they always invite Boosie the Clown to come down there. And the why, a lot of people know, in your community, always look it up. They got great after-school programs for kids. 
uh, day, like a daycare, it, I want to say, but with great activities. It's not like just throw your kid there and they're just going to sit there. They, they do great activities with them. And, you know, some of the kids get out and do a little play some games, kickball or whatever it may be, or get into the gym. Some of them have the gyms where you can do a little basketball, whatever it may be, in different yeah. activities. And then you, you socialize with some of the kids. See, back, back in the day, I used to be an after-school teacher at New Mountain Hill. I worked up there for four or five years watching little kids each and every day, going in there, you know, and watching them until their parents picked up. Well, I worked for New Mountain Hill for five years for Miss Hawthorne, and, you know, I loved doing it, but then I got tired of it, and, you know, I just went on and quit that job, and I just kept on going to the gym each and every day. So you would you your job is more would you say as and I want to I want to say what it is your professional clown would be fair to say yeah. so that's what really got me into the clown stuff is I I enjoyed watching the little kids so I was like you know I can dress up as a clown and get into learning the balloon tricks and making all kinds of balloons and doing birthday parties or any special events. I love I love that you do it, and you're not, you know, it, it puts a smile on their face. I, I know, so, I know it does. I have a lot of people tell me that each and every, you know, weekend I'm out there. They say, "Boosie, we love seeing you down here doing what you do for the kids." It's just there. There's always a purpose, and 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 in a way that you can share it, and other kids can look up to you. And any kind of kid would maybe have a challenge in any respect, any regard, whatever it may be. Yeah. looking at uh, Boosie the Clown might be the way to say, hey, look, you know, my life my life yeah. is pretty good. I can I can do something like that, too, someday, which would be great. And I'm going to tell everybody, I did learn a new balloon a couple of weeks ago. Okay. I had, a, I had a little kid come up to me and ask me if I could make a bow and arrow. Well, I thought up here in my head I couldn't do it. But I pulled my stuff out, and I made a bow and arrow. <laughs> How in the world did I should have, you know, I didn't do this. Did you bring any balloons? No, I oh. don't. I had none today. Gosh, you know they, I, they. Oh, that would have been fantastic. They're all in my truck. Okay, gosh. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll have to do that again, again someday. When I see the next time, I want to see it. But I think a lot of people can picture how how in the world. So I let me just say, you have one real long balloon. Yeah, you, you have another to make it so it bends a little bit, or what? What do you? Yeah, what you do to to make a bow and arrow, you have to blow blow the balloon up a certain um, certain way. And then you blow one more up, and you connect it. You like bend the bend the one that looks like the bow, and then you put the straight one on there, like a like a bow and arrow. And then I make like just a straight one that's got like a little back on it. Wow, pretty yeah. fascinating, pretty yeah. smart. Now the arrows, se- would it be separate? Or you still make it attached to the? I just make a little at the end of it. Do you share ideas with other people, like other clown ideas, or is there a book or a not, way to do it? Not really. You're like the self-starting kind of guy. No yeah. trainer. Uh. Goes to the gym and observes other people to learn how to work out. And here I thought you were like going to the professional trainer. Some people do need trainers, you know, to motivate yeah. them. And I was saying that before when you went to the restroom. And and you everything you do is just, you, you see that as like a special gift you got or, or something or yeah, what? Yeah, I mean, that's a gift from God. He He's... You know, he gives me that the ideas and 
tells me how to do it, and I put it all together. That's incredible. I love yeah. it. And it's probably, you know, it, it's not, it's it just, again, it's, it's, it's something to me that uh, says a lot about you. You can be seen by somebody, and you got many other guests. you got so many talents, and you're overcoming, you know, some, some conditions that you had. Um, I frankly would say always have, but you're going to get beyond it because I know you're going to get up out of that jazzy. <laughs> yeah. Go plus there. That's why, that's why I haven't used my jazzy at the house. In probably the last two or three months. Is that motorized? So I can understand compared yeah. to this one, which is yeah, it's a, it's a motorized one. It's one that I can get on, get in, and ride around to the back and get in the house better. Mm-hmm. But I don't let that happen no more because I'm feeling so much better. Gosh, that's that's I love it. Ever since I've been going to the Shepherd Center in Atlanta. Now, what's that? Because we haven't even touched on that. What, what did they do there? That's, that's, see, back a long time ago, I had a baclofen pump put in by Dr. Barngrover here in Columbus. Where does that, now explain it to people. Is that a surgery they have to insert? It's just where they put a machine in your, in your, in your uh, stomach. Okay. And it's connected to your spinal cord for you for it to feed medicine 24-7. So, you know, I had this, I had a baclofen pump put in me a long time ago by Dr. Barngrover. Well, every time I went back to him, all he was doing was upping the dose of the medication. So I said, I got to get away from him. I went to the Chevron, I met to the Shepherd Center in Atlanta, and the first question the doctor asked me said, hey, I got to ask you what you do every day. I said, I'm at the gym. She said, well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, if you was not at the gym every day, you'd be in a wheelchair. She said, I'm going to run a test on your pump. So she ran a test on my pump, and it wasn't even the medicine wasn't even going to the right place. Oh. So I had to go back up there a month later. And they put a whole new pump in me. And they told me if I would have been getting the medication, it could have killed me. But luckily, the medication wasn't getting to my spinal cord. So they fixed it up, and now they got me to the right dosage of the medication. And it is helping out a lot. A little trial and error. But yet, yeah. you just got to, you got to, so that, I mean, that's a good thing. So you just didn't take that as an answer you you just said i'm, I'm gonna go f- explore a little further and, and yeah. see what else somebody can give me to keep me yeah, going. my mom and my brother and was talking and just need to go farther wow so we went to atlanta and look at me now look I, you know <laughs> pump you up man. i mean it's just it's just great it's fantastic i mean i just like look at the routine what did you do today before you came here today did you do what, what was your routine today Today, I went to the gym, and I lifted a lot of weight. I probably was lifting close to 100 to 115 pounds on certain machines, but I lift probably around probably 70 to 100 pounds on the bench press machine. That's that's really good, and in, in knowing exactly where, where you're at. And the interesting thing about that is people think – you know, you're not talking 225. You're not talking about all these favorites. You're no. still bulking up, yes, and you sir. don't have to sit there and just blow it out like it's crazy. Because yeah. 
I could tell you after having injuries, shoulder injuries and everything else, I used to put too much weight on. Thought that was the right way to go, but you're getting results with not a lot of heavy weight. Yeah, not a lot. I mean, you and don't. I, and for you, you no, know, you're explain to people how much do you weigh and how tall are you? I weigh one sixty five, and oh. I'm five six. And how much did you weigh before? Would you say because you're thirty seven years old? Let's go back to high school years. Yeah, what's the difference in weight here? Um, I really. I really, I mean, I can tell I'm putting on a little bit of weight, but that probably ain't weight. That's muscle. There you go. So, I mean, you can, you, there's a noticeable difference. You can tell what they always say when you put your clothes on. Is that true? Yes. <laughs> you like wearing these torn off shirts over here? I like that. Couldn't you? Oh, I, I love yeah. wearing these sleeveless yeah, no, shirts. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just great. I love it. I love it, man. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> bringing it out back. I remember we used to have that, but you got to have the guns to wear those. I'm just sorry. Oh, yeah. just, just saying. Just saying. And then you, you got them there, which is really good. That is fantastic. I mean, yeah. that's, that's really good. 165 pounds. You're going strong and you keep, you keep on moving like that, which is awesome. Yeah. What, what is, we're, you know, you do the shakes, you get up in the morning, you eat sleep routine or anything. What what goes into no, the Jared Bice day? I usually eat like biscuits or I'll eat a pancake. Yeah. And stuff like that. You're just trying to get calorie intake, right? Yeah. Just trying because my mama's, my mama's boss used to tell her that I need to start eating a lot of pancakes. So I started eating like pancakes in the morning time before I would get to the gym. And I could tell a difference. Putting a little bit of extra but, calories in, yes. But, you know, now I'm just down to eating the biscuits or I'm eating, I'm still eating pancakes. Do you throw anything in those pancakes? Like, let's put a little protein in there or anything? Or are these just straight up plain, no it's bananas? It's just a, yeah, I mean, I, I do put protein stuff in it sometimes. Okay. Gosh. Yeah. Dylan, am I like? I mean, this is like this, the, like the, <laughs> the simple guy. You make this sound so you're sure not holding back on us. There's like no other no. secrets what you're doing. No. <laughs> I think a lot has to do with your. A lot is your faith. I mean, of yeah. course, hundred percent. You gotta have that faith. Yeah. See gotta, what you can do. I think this you, is just incredible. You this gotta is, know Jesus is with you each and every day, and you can make big, big changes in your yes. life. And I'll yes. tell you, but um, weight training is going to be part of your deal then for oh, forever. Yeah. I would say. Yeah, the rest of my life, I probably will be working out like I do every day, Monday through Friday. Wow, jeez. Yeah. We are so happy that you shared this with you. I've learned so much about you now. Um, you know, if I come to the gym, am I, am I okay to work out with you? I can split oh, it yeah. out with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be watching you to see what routines to do. <laughs> and, of course, uh, and, and much more. And I tell you, I, I wish you all the best. Course, I'll see more of you, uh, right. folks. Jared Bice in the house looking good. Let's just show, just throw those guns up. So, I don't want to show you. see those guns. Look at that guy. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Yes. <laughs> awesome. What do you think of that? <laughs> Dylan, let's see your guns. Come on. Uh, I don't know. I've been but working like out a little that. bit, but like, come on, man. Yay. Hey, I like, no, whoa. I like oh. I've been working out a little bit. Hey, hey, Look, nothing like that. He's got, like that. He's got, got his tattoo. tattoo let's go. <laughs> hey, that's what's up. Wow. And then I have a tattoo right here that says, in memory of Andy Bice. Oh, that's dead. And see, his Andy Bice is his signature like he wrote on a piece of paper. That's wow. awesome. You took one of Dad's signatures and put up. That's oh, It says, in love and memory of Andy Bice. That's great. Oh, that's touching. That's, yeah. that's good stuff, man. You, you're the... 
<laughs> I'm going to tell you, you give back to community, you get in the community gym, yep. you work out, you stay healthy, you eat pancakes, and you keep it simple. Yes. And you say prayer every day. <laughs> Jared Bice, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you, uh, everybody at home, too. Uh, Jared's story was wonderful. Uh, and whenever you watch and listen to us, we appreciate it. And especially when you see our next show, you can catch our full episodes always on WRBL.com. It's every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And watch the next day replays in the podcast play zone. It's coming soon. You can find full episodes on demand on Apple, Audible, and, of course, Spotify. Also, free, feel free to connect with me, too. Here's another way you can do that. On Twitter, Instagram at WRBL, and on Facebook at WRBL. I appreciate everything you guys do, and that'll do it for us tonight. And remember, always take it off thyself like Jarek Bice does. And one way to do that is to give back to community, whether it's a bow and arrow, maybe some weights he can make with his balloons. Yeah. Next time. We'll soon find <laughs> I out. I had to figure that one out. We're going to figure that one out. You guys, have a good one. We'll see you.